Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yo, what is good people and welcome back to another episode of Get The Belt Podcast, home of melanin, magnificence and kingdom of motherfucking belts. My name is Miles Hart and it is very much Pride Month. I'm very much full of the Holy Ghost that is Beyonce Giselle's Carter bitch. I'm very much full of all of the nice things. I'm very much full of excitement for this month. You know, it's June. It's motherfucking June in this bitch. Very much... Uh, you know, halfway, almost halfway. Hold on, January, February, March, April, May, Ju- halfway through what is 2023, and I'm ready to get into some shits, um, some shits and gigs with you guys right here on this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to this show, welcome. Um, get ready for unfiltered, raw, authentic, unapologetic, queer, you know, black shit. Oh, not this all playing off, playing the things in my ear. Get ready for some unfiltered, just just, just get ready for, for some real shit, basically. Um, and for those of you that are here again, welcome back. Sorry, it's been a minute. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm motherfucking back, bitch. As you can see, if you're watching this, or like it's a little one of the... Reels, you'll see in the reels, the little, the little social things I am in. My renaissance gear, honey, the cap is cupping. And this jacket is my favorite. I've got some thick shorts, but you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be doing all of that on this here podcast recording. But um, yeah, let's get straight into the show. Like we do every single, uh, every single week with Word of the Week. So this week's word of the week is it's never too little and too late. So contrary to what our baby girl Jojo sang, you know, back in the Dizzy about it's just too little, too late. Actually, no, this 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 week's word of the week is it's never too late. Never, ever too late. And I was inspired to have this word of the week um, by the legacy of the late Tina Turner, rest in peace, baby girl. We'll speak about you later. But one of the things that I really took from her legacy and, you know, her her life on this earth is that, you know, it's not ever too late. 
and I say this because most of her big songs, most of her fame and quote-unquote success that we know globally was all achieved quite later on in life. Like, it wasn't when she was a teenager, like, you know, some of these people are, are doing now, or um, it wasn't even 20s. Like, I think, let me even just get to Googling. Um, Tina Turner's first world tour. I think she was in her 40s. Do, 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 do. So, okay. I should have done this research a lot sooner, but basically, this is a little challenge I can give you guys for word of the week. Is to find out how old <laughs> anime was when she went on tour, but I know it was a lot later in life. Um, uh, and so that doesn't also mean that when she was, you know, prior to this success, the success and the fame and all of those things, that does not mean that she was sat at home twiddling her thumbs. No, she was very much grinding, very much working, very much chasing her life's plan or her life's work from a young age. It only, you know, really started to blow later on. So I want us all to remember that just because something isn't blowing right now you could very much be the next not the next tina turner but in you could follow in her footsteps where you know she hustled and was grinding putting out shit doing the work and then the success came later on and that also doesn't now mean that while she was doing that in the early doors like when she wasn't getting to the money in the same um in the same way she was later on in life that doesn't mean that she necessarily wasn't enjoying it or having fun. Like, if that's what you want to do, she was doing what she wanted to do, it's going to still bring joy. Of course you're going to want the... Well, you might want the fame or the, the level of money or otherworldly things that come with it. But ultimately, she was always doing what she wanted to do. And she wasn't, she wasn't, you know, and she always said, like, I wasn't defined by maybe awards or numbers. As long as she was doing what she wanted to do, she was okay. And I feel like a lot of us get, you know, we end up focusing on the outcome based off of worldly things, awards, money, the things we see other people doing. Go, oh, I, I want that. When really what she, she wasn't driven by that. They, those things just came. She was driven by doing what she just wanted to do. So she did that and it came so if you are working on anything and you feel like oh i'm not getting far or um, these things aren't coming just continue to do the things that you enjoy put in that work because it is never too late word of the week girls and boys and non-binaries it is never too late never ever too late and that is really a testimony that uh anime aka tina turntown left behind with all of her successes that happened and continued to happen at such a late stage in her career. So um, rest in peace to a bad bitch um, who paved the way for many a black women to shake their legs, one of the first ladies of rock and roll. And yeah, also a message for you guys this week. Uh, yeah, that is never too late. So don't you dare, don't you dare give the fuck up, bitch. And that is this week's Word of the Week. Take out the word. Take out the word.
Uh, so I am back here with you guys in my Renaissance gear, like I already done shown you. You know, I've got my my cap. The cap is very much capping. Girl, I love it. Renaissance World Tour 2023. Purr. I've got my World Tour jacket. You know, I had to cop this motherfucking one. The thing, right? So the thing is with me, yeah, and and buying like tour merch or merchandise from anything really is. But back in the day, I was an absolute prick for it. And I would just buy whatever. Like, if I had Beyonce's face on it, like, if I'm really being honest, that's the only real merch I ever remember getting is Beyonce stuff. I wouldn't wear I wouldn't wear it. Or I'd wear it and then be like, this doesn't really bang as an outfit, but, like, at least I'm wearing it to let the people know. Whereas now, when I buy merchandise, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, Beyonce does look cute there. Rather see the bitch on my iPhone screensaver or wherever the fuck. I still want to look good. I still want to look like me. I'm not getting paid to wear this. Number one, I'm not on the tour, so it's not like a costume. Like, give me merch that makes sense. Like, give me merch that I can wear and rock and still feel like me as opposed to, like me at your concert because once i've left i don't need to be looking like i'm at a concert or i'm someone's backup singer or i'm getting paid to wear this i need it to to fit the fit yeah and this merch not all of it but the a lot of this merch really understood the assignment and gave so like if you can see this jacket again i'm not getting paid beyonce even though you should be motherfucking paying me oh um this jacket like if you didn't know it was a beyonce you know merch piece you would see me in the street and just think oh what is it giving is it nike what sports brand or you know is it a little diesel number no bitch is very much beyonce outside all summer 2023 like it says on the pieces and yeah this is the kind of shit i want to see from merch shit that i can put on after and you not even realize and the ones that get it get it and will be like yeah you did your big one getting that purchase those kind of things so yeah that's a little shout out to anyone putting out merch please don't make it like so brand heavy that like it don't make sense like make it cute for the people that like to be cute um i've been good it's been it's been a it's been a uh, uh it's been a it's, it's been a, he a heavy couple of weeks for me uh my grandfather passed i can't remember that i told you that last time but my grandfather passed i think i did yeah um but it, we had his funeral um that was do you know what with the most respect i've really i'm really on a journey with my um like my faith and my religion i've for the most part of my adult life i've always said i'm not religious i've always said you know i've got a faith religion is very much man made and i don't think that my god is 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 of those things is not of the man made way so like i don't like being like i'm religious or things like that i've got a faith but you know i've got a, i'm on a journey with my faith and so it started off as being roman catholic catholic church i was getting told off all the motherfucking time at church all the time and it's because miles at eight five ten i found that shit boring i find it boring so i had to find ways to entertain myself i won't really get in the spirit i won't really connect with jesus like that wow you know i've got all these old for the most part white people just singing out a key 
all sounding like they're all sounding and for the most part looking like they're about to die. Like singing these like the songs weren't sung in and just the the priest reading from the Bible in some monotone void like I'm just I'm getting distracted easily like you've literally set up the perfect environment and scenario for a child with a small attention span that likes to be challenged and feel engaged you've set up the perfect scenario for me to now cause havoc in this here church like I am about to make people laugh find things that are funny do things I'm not meant to be doing and I feel like since growing and th going to a Pentecostal church and even growing further from there and just all the things, being in that environment again for my grandfather's funeral where it was just the readings and readings and uh, just, again, that monotone, I was bored. Until we got to the, until we got to the, the moments where like family members got up and actually spoke about granddad then I was like okay yeah and I learned things and this was good but it's like it was just another reminder for me that ain't no in hell I am going to be going out with a uh, a catholic service like that for my people thems that want to send me off to be sat there yawning bored going no no it's going to be litty I don't know where I'll be in terms of like closer to my dying age where I sit and how I feel about my faith and how I want to, you know, celebrate my life. I don't know if it be in a church, bitch. It might be in a club. I don't know how the fuck I'm going. But it definitely is not finna be like that. And I love that my granddad had it because, you know, he was from, from the start to the finish. That man was a Catholic man. Very by the book. He loved that shit. So I'm glad for him that that, that is how it went. But for me, you're not about to, you're not about to be doing all them readings and the, the thou here, there, thou, though. Mm -mm. No, a, a priest that didn't really know me to chat, chat in from the book about, no, it's going to be very different. But yeah. It was really good to put my granddad to rest. We buried him. Um, the sing songs was nice. Uh, and like I said earlier, like some fan members got up and spoke about my grandfather and like the instrumental, you know, role he played in the Catholic Church here in the UK after like, you know, being a being um, uh, an immigrant from from India. Um, he was a. One of the founders of what was that thing called? I should have wrote this down. Well, Jesus, he was one of the founders for the the Black Catholics something. He received awards from the Pope for making the church more diverse. Like he did a lot, and all. And I'm thinking, why are we only hearing about this now? Like I knew my granddad was very involved in the church from when we were younger. I'd see him writing things and was involved in cathod and sending money here and would go and do excursions and go do talks in different places. But I didn't know he was like a, one of the CEO CEOs and founders of like some of these things and that the Pope gave him an award and shit. Like I don't know all of that. I thought, how are we only finding out this now? 
but yeah, I learned a lot about my grandfather that I didn't know about before. Um, and it was just nice to put him to rest and we rested his coffin on top of our grandmothers who passed years ago. So it was nice to, for them two to be reunited. You know, there was jokes around uh, the family about how grandma was like, oh, what took you so long, John? Uh, she had more of an Indian accent than him. He had a, she had an Indian accent. <laughs> I-N-J-U-N, Indian. She was Indian. She was like, John, what has taken you so long? Whereas my grandfather was notoriously known for speaking very much like an Englishman, doing up telephone voice, walking into a motherfucker looking like Gandhi and people being like, no, I'm sorry, but we were speaking with Mr. Hart. Um, can't be you. And him being like, yes, it is ho. He wouldn't say ho. That wasn't his lingo, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyway, there were jokes about grandma being like, what took you so long, John? I've got a list of chores for you. And then him be like, oh, bloody hell. Like, yeah. But it was cute. Nice to see all different walks of family. Um, all different types of family members from both sides. Both my mum and my dad. And yeah, that was nice. And other things were cute. You know, introducing people to other people was nice. Like, introducing my partner to more members of the family was um, really cute. Um, there were some family members there that I was a bit like... But you know me, I had to put my grandfather above all of that, which I will do at any kind of family event. And just be respectful and just like I was raised to be a, a respectful ass nigga. So I'm going to just, I'm going to do that. I don't need to do the most. I also don't need to go the other way and do the least. But what I can do is meet you in the middle and keep it moving, which is what I did. So <sighs> growth. Um, but yeah, cute funeral. That was nice. Um, nice to see family and all of that. What else had happened this week? Um, oh, I fucked up my shins running for the Beyonce concert, but we'll talk about that later. Oh my god, I had the ten-year Book of Mormon anniversary, um, which was really really nice. There was a lot of people there, lots of people I didn't know, lots of people that like I care for, but um, there was also people that I I don't really care for. So again, it's that that situation. Where, you know, I don't want to do the most, but I don't want to do the least. Uh, it's a professional situation, so I've just got to keep keep it cute. And I really thank God for, like, gang gang, like, Savannah, Robin, Madison, James, like, my people them from, like, my second year there. We were all able to, like, be together. Um, I would have spoken about these niggas before in a different podcast, but they're my friends. They're, like, really good actors, singers, dancers, everything. But we met from Book of Mormon, so to come together, all dressed up, it was at the Shard, girl. You know, I had on my nice Salt Murphy suit on. People were like, oh, you look so good. I thought, yeah, I do. Not me not getting one picture. I'm so used now to just, just not taking pictures, and I need to stop this, because I've had so many people cussing me out. How miles have you been to Beyonce? Been on holiday? Done a whole 10-year anniversary? Done all of these things, and we've not seen one picture. We saw, like, one picture from your holiday, like, one. Have you done all this? And I'm just like, do you know what is, is so true. So I'm trying to really get on back on my socials again. But um, that was a cute party. It was lovely to see so many people that I like and uh, have so many flashbacks. And, you know, as I've said, I'm leaving the Book of Mormon in four months. So it was a nice reminder of all the people I've worked with and all the years that I've been there and the journey I've been on and where I'm at now. And that was really, that was really cute. And yeah to see my friends there reminded me of the amazing friends that i've made on this like incredible journey as well so that's exciting but yeah um 
Yeah, before I, because I don't really want to be here for too much longer, because I got a lo another long day. So let's get to Miles' measures. No, that's a lie. It's now time for Melanin Magnificence. My Melanin Magnificence this week goes to Niger Boy Burner Boy. Now, I'm giving it to him not just because he's Nigerian and magnificent. However, I'm giving it to him because over this weekend, he broke history and became the first ever British, um, lies I tell, became the first ever African to sell out a UK stadium. And that was on his tour that he's currently on right now, selling um, a stadium uh, that had a capacity of 80,000. Yeah, that's right. 80,000. Um, so the Grammy Award winning African artist broke history and made history uh, with that recent tour kicking off. Um, and yeah, I just think it's fucking great. He's Nigerian. He's doing his things. Um, can't lie. I've not actually listened to a lot of Burner Boy recently. I don't even know why. So congratulations uh, to you, Burner Boy, for achieving that. Um, and breaking history and making history with becoming the first ever African to sell out um, a UK stadium. Um, Melanin Magnificence goes to you, big man. Go on, burn a boy. You, Niger, Niger boy, Niger boy. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, so now it is time for Miles Measures. Right. Right, so let's just start off straight away. Oh, not the big... The, the, bangs on the mic so it's pride it's pride here in london uh for june june is our pride month is it yeah or is it america i can't remember all i know is pride somewhere bitch it's pride somewhere bitch um so happy pride month pride is every day really um it needs to be every day uh it's just you know that one time where we focus on it and shine a light on the issues um, surrounding, you know, members of the LGBTQ, LMNOP, DL community, um, and just shine a light on issues, shine a light on on things that 
have developed and become better, the advancements we've made in the community and for the allies around us that are learning more. We're learning. I'm a part of the LGBTQDL community and I'm still learning every day that this is incorrect and that's the term for this and you know i still have questions i guess and still sometimes flop between the two words like am i gay ass nigga am i bi like i feel I've, I've said this before on the show before where i feel like if i say i'm bi then the fact that i've been in love with girls and enjoyed sex with girls and had sex and could have sex again with a girl and would enjoy that i then feel like mm, can i be gay and saying that because i got gay friends that ain't never and would never have sex with a girl then i got People, then I'm being bi and I'm like, oh, but really right now all I'm into is dick. And it's like, whoa. So, so, so am I bi? Like, I don't, like, I don't know. So some, sometimes it is easier to be like, quit. I'm figuring it out still. It's basically what I'm saying. And that's okay. And that's great. And it is what it is. And all I do know, one thing is for certain, is that I ain't no straight nigga. So let me celebrate pride whatever that may look like, where whatever box I fit into or whatever box you guys fit into, hell. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for Pride. I've never really got any Pride events lined up. I would say my kickoff to Pride was Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce is very much on tour, like you, like you saw before, I'm wearing my merch and I feel like you can hear me doing, touching all of these clothes because this mic is strong. But yeah, Beyonce's on tour. That is how I started off my Pride Month because, as we know, the album was a gay, fucking, a queer, a celebratory moment for queer culture. It the, it was a gift to to us and for us, um, and the album um, Renaissance. It's by so many queer people, like from T. S. Madison on cozy to grace jones on energy and you know it's it's full of it and to go and see that tour where the um the dancers are not you know beyonce's normal dancers like she did say prior or oh, she'll be re-auditioning to give other people a chance but what is also really good to see is that diversity behind her and i don't mean diversity as in just black and brown people or just queer people i mean white Asian, black, mixed, Latino, gay, straight, openly queer, God, lesbian, all like she got all the motherfucking colors of the rainbow behind her, blue, black, white, and brown. She meant it when she said, you know, all the colors of the the LGBTQ DL flag on the motherfucking song. She meant it, and you know that tour. The Renaissance World Tour was a real, it was a real party. That's what I've described it as. It's a real party. I went there and yes, I was watching her perform, but ultimately I was like, it felt like I was at a, a rave or like, it just felt like a real safe space where you could just drop it like a thotty, you know? Um... I might as well tell you guys what I thought about it. I thought it was amazing. Now, I'm going to keep it 1,000 because you know you know I stand. You know I stand, but you also know I keep it real. And there were moments where I could see that my girl was miming, but that's okay. You know, we're 41, 42. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a live performer. And sometimes, sometimes in live performances, singers 
do a little bit of miming and that's okay as long as it's not the whole thing so i noticed that you know she had a little teleprompter she was getting some of the things wrong sometimes especially the heated thing now i know it's difficult sis i know it's difficult and i know that lyrics have never really been your forte from destiny's child times um but it's cute i find it endearing that she doesn't quite get it right all the time and it also humanizes her, you know, we go there and people often go, oh, she's not perfect, she's not perfect. Like she and we accept that she's not perfect. And when I'm out here trying to be like, oh yeah, Beyonce is good at this and good at that. Look at the tour, look at this. Blah, 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 blah. All people want to be fighting me like, she's not perfect, she's not perfect. But the one time I come out and go, I find it endearing that she's not perfect. That's when people want to be like, well, no, she should be knowing. Is that? But you, you guys have also been the people to tell me that Beyonce is not perfect. Get, getting on at me for being like, she's not getting on at me for in your words quote-unquote making out like she's perfect the one time i'm like letting you have it and going you know what well, yes yeah, she forgets the words you guys said oh it's not good enough then if she if she did all these things then she would be perfect and then you miss you guys would be <laughs> i don't know if this is making sense but it'd be the people that are hating on her Saying she's not perfect, that are now out here trying to make her be perfect by saying, well, she got this wrong. Is that, oh my God, can she win? Anyway, I found in Den that she, you know, was forgetting the heated little breakdown moment. Um, I love the costumes, they were colorful. This, obviously, all of the silver stuff, very alien superstar. Um, I went in a cute little fit as well, but haven't posted a picture because I didn't actually take one. I've got some. Of me and my man in the car on the way. Ugh. Eating our burgers. On the way, it took us two hours and a bit. This is meant to be a 45 minute drive. But because of tra traffic due to, I think there's an accident. And I think it's actually just the fact that Beyonce was in the UK performing. Traffic was wild. So it took us two hours. We ended up being late. Yeah. By a fair bit. Like. Eight minutes, that's a lot for me. Like, I've paid a lot of money to go and see that whole thing. So when we got there and the traffic, we could see the, the stadium in the distance and the windows were down so I could hear my bitch singing flaws and all. I said, uh-uh. We're jumping out of this motherfucking Uber right now. And I was in a, a, a little Cuban hill. Like, maybe two inches, three inches. I don't know. Like, it wouldn't know stiletto, but it was still a heel. I don't really be wearing heels. When I say I went from sat down for two hours doing nothing to doing up da, 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 on hardwood floors. It was giving <coughs> on hardwood. My shins. Why can't I? My shins. Was hurting me, Steph London, by the end of the show. By the next day, couldn't walk. Voice gone. Shin splints. Because the Renaissance World Tour, Happy Pride Month. Was it worth it? Yeah. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, loved the show. I didn't actually get to see Blue. I was a bit disappointed. I was. I can't lie. Um, however, I have seen some of the comments, which I'm a bit... I don't really agree with or i understand some of them but you know blue ivy came out and she did a little dance um 
and there's been mixed reviews to it. For the most part, they've been like positive and just, you know, encouraging, like, yes, blue, slay, digga, 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 whatever. This 12 year old, um, you know, black girl, daughter of Beyonce and Jay Z, come out and danced the choreography of, you know, booked professional dancers with experience and she was at the forefront of it and the comments that weren't so you know supportive were hateful um i see it's hateful um and then there are people that are also just saying oh how can you be you know beyonce's daughter have all the access to this and come out and just do that like if i was beyonce i just wouldn't have let her do it because i could see that you know that's not what is given. Like, she's not given. And I will be the first to hold up my hand and say, yeah, the girl's a bit stiff. She was stiff. But I also didn't... Exp but, okay, it would have been a gag. It would have been a gag had she come out and really, really killed it. Because, like, I also am very much aware because of social media that there are little, like, little boys and girls at 12 or whatnot that be up in these dance studios eating choreography, eating it, eating it, eating it. But also just because you're someone's son or daughter doesn't that mean you will be a certain way? Look up fucking Prince Harry. Is he the same way his parents was? were? No, he's surrounded by all of that, but he ain't fucking with certain things. And he's very, very different. Like, it's not just... It's, it, it's not all just genetics. Do you get me? So... Uh, yes, I, it's not just genetics and it's not just access or being around certain things. But it is what it is. I don't feel like there's a need to voice a negative opinion when really it's got nothing to do with you and it doesn't affect you. But it is what it is. Do it. Do it. I don't agree with it. Um, what I saw and what I took from Blue Ivy and her purpose for me, to me, is that, you know, when Blue Ivy first came out, there was all this hate about how she only looked like her daddy, how she was going to be ugly, how she was ugly, all this hate about, look, her, she ain't got no edges, nappy head, look how wide her nose is, bro, bro, she looked like a monkey, all of this hate before she could even do shit. And she's gone on to buy more artwork than any motherfuckers could ever afford. And she's also come out to dance... For her mum who is Beyonce And she kept up She kept up So to be a 12 year old Performing in front of over 60,000 people At some points over 80,000 people To be a 12 year old to do that Not have you know You know gone to fucking dance school for three years at that vocational level because she's 12 yeah you might have access but she ain't done certain things that the other dancers may have done the other dancers may have been on previous tours the other dancers had the you know the luxury to not be so famous to just hop to a, a, a class regularly before booking this job to train this girl also went through hate that was trending globally ain't none of these dancers not even fucking holly Honey Prada or Honey Balenciaga. Um, not even she's... Is it, I can't remember the, the... I can't remember their 
pronouns that I'm going to say, but they haven't even like trended worldwide to the point where they're a household name for hateful reasons in the same way that Blue was. So for Blue to have gone through all of this, already have that pressure of being Beyonce and Jay-Z's daughter, and then the pressure of performing to come out, not fuck up the choreo in the same way her mother was fucking up the lyrics, but to, to still do it, I thought and still think like speaks way more than just, oh, this is a young black girl who's only 12 and is an amazing dancer. I don't feel like that was the message or the purpose behind her coming out. I feel it was more of look at this young black girl who went through so much hate, who is coming out and, and, and doing something that she enjoys and, is, and you're all here gagging for it for the most part in the, audio, in the audience. Like that to me was give it up for this young black girl who went through hate, was cussed out about her edges, whatever, whatever, all of these horrible things. She's at here and I'm proud of my daughter because I love her and she's still strong and she's still, still, still here, here. That's, I thought it was just, I thought it was very cute. Um, but yeah, shout out to you, Blue. Would have given you Melody Magnificence, but we had to shout out Mr. Burnter Boy. Um, but yeah, love the tour. The vocals were great. I really liked her fucking, uh, her, what's that thing when you, when you tribute to Tina Turner? That was cute. I love the dance breaks and all those things. However, I did buy a VIP ticket. Me and my friends and my mum, we got VIP tickets and... Yeah, I like the hat and the little things that we got with it. But I did think I was a bit too far away, can't lie. I did think I was a bit far away. I expected the VIP ticket to be closer. And I wasn't, uh, was a bit disappointed with that. Um, still had a great time. Still had a great time. And there's more, she's, you know, touring, like she said, outside all summer 2023. And I think uh, the end of the tour is September. So there's opportunity to go and see her in another city or country. So I just might. Anywho, what else did I want to talk about? Um, I kissed a boy. Obviously, we had Shabomi on the show a couple of weeks back and the series has gone on. Um, it's not come to a finish just yet, I don't think. I think it's got like one or two more um, episodes left. But there was only eight episodes, I think, that were released. Um, and it is coming to an end. And there is confirmation of a reunion happening. I've yet to finish off the last few episodes. I'm still really enjoying it. Um, and... I don't think it was long enough. I don't think we've seen enough. And, you know, I did get some inside scoop from someone that wasn't Shabomi, but someone who's... Someone who knows someone that worked on the show. And they were just telling me that the guys on the show, the men on the show, the contestants, were told to be a bit more entertaining as it got to the point during filming where they were just very much just lying around sunbathing and they were like push to just give a bit more because ultimately it's an entertainment a dating show it's an entertainment show for us yeah find love be on holiday but also we're creating content here and the content isn't you just sitting down and sunbathing so yeah um i'm really enjoying it i think yep yeah, representation great love it 
Um, great way to end off Pride. There's a spin-off coming for girls. But it needs to be longer. The episodes themselves, I think, could be a bit longer. Or, or it just needed to be filmed for longer. Because, like, how are we, like, coupling up and there's been, like, a day? Or a day or two. And then all of a sudden now we're, we're like, making decisions based off of, like, people's... The couplings is like they've not had time to get to even know each other properly yet. Like it just seems a bit rushed, dude. It just seems a bit rushed. So um next time, give them more time. Um, I think, yeah, some people have said that the representation has been too great, and I think it has for the most part. There's only there really is only so much you can do, and I feel like you know, they've got some light skins in there they've got some mixed race people in there they've got bigger bodies smaller bodies muscly bodies skinny bodies tall niggas short niggas you know they got motherfucker with a lisp in that bitch too so like i feel like yeah that like for the they did their thing they did a good job at starting off with the whole Let's be representative of the, the LGBTQ community. Um, and also, you know, they've got people in there that, that the views are very all much diversified as well. Like some people have said, oh, they're into open stuff. Some people have said I'm more of a relationship um, person. And one person like is initially attracted by the looks. We've had that guy that entered towards the end that was just evicted um, after like a day or two. <laughs> Um, who was like, oh, I don't get initial f physical attraction starts off uh, from getting to know people. Like, we've got quite a fair bit. So props to you, uh, BBC Three. Um, get me on, on board next time, though, yeah? Not for the lesbians, them. You can give that to Drea or someone or whoever wants to be involved in that. But me, get me involved next time. Um, but yeah, enjoying it. Don't know who's going to win. I can't even remember whether there was like a prize or I don't know, but... I'm enjoying it. You know, it's cute. It's something for the gays and the, the LGBTQ DL plus community to like talk about in the workplace as, as opposed to just the Love Islands. And to talk about these straight people that we talk about all of my fucking time, ho. Um, but yeah, I will be watching that this week and seeing what more happens. There's a couple of people that I really don't like. I don't really like how that ginger one I want. I feel like he... I feel like he's a bit too much for me. I feel like looking for the drama. I feel like he had a bit of a, ven a vengeance against it. Was it Ben, the one that he told him he liked? And then Ben responded, if that's even his name, was like, yeah, I don't really like you like that. Then ever since then, I feel like he's had a vendetta against him. And he's been also hopping from this person to that. Mm. Great for TV, though. Stunning for TV. Um... Yeah, that's all I can think of right now on that. But once again, groundbreaking for the for the gay scene here in the UK. First ever gay day dating show. Day first ever gay dating show. Wow, words. Let's keep it stepping, honey, because we'll be here forever and ever and ever. Um, but yeah. They want to bring back Danny as well. And I don't know whether I really like Danny. I've got to keep it 100. Danny Minogue, the presenter. I feel like it's all a bit forced. Um, I feel like it is a bit forced. It doesn't feel that authentic. She doesn't really feel that engaged. Yeah, the gowns are cute for them. Some of them are cute. Some of them are just like, meh. 
it just seems a bit forced with Danny Minogue. I can't lie. I cannot lie. Like, I feel like, yeah, the majority of the white gays might go up for her music, but I couldn't tell you one Kylie Minogue song. But yeah, I would like to see someone else doing that. Who would I like to see? Me? <laughs> or, uh, hmm. I don't know. Ooh. British. British, British. British, I can't think. Hmm. Well, I think she's come back for season two anyway, but yeah. Just not, it's just not like, oh, yeah, it's like perfect for it. Like she's okay, a bit annoying at times and forced, but yeah. Anyway, not me repeating myself. Um... Ah, so the Caribbean countries are set. So some Caribbean countries are set to replace statues of colonizers with freedom fighters. Now, this I read from uh, the Voice newspaper. Um, and for me, it's giving about time. Why? Why? Like when you really deep it, like it, 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 yes, it's all institutional racism. It's 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 white. Um, white supremacy like literally in the physical form to have an oppressor to have someone that is literally broken and spat on human rights by objectifying and putting people into slavery like to have a statue of someone that does that is glorifying all that we're fighting against and all that we've actually moved on from to a certain extent so to have those statues up unless it says fuck you at the bottom i don't get like why you know there'd be statues like in reverence of these kind of characters in history that are like so evil and problematic so shout out to the caribbean countries that are deciding to rip them hose down and put up freedom fighters um um, yes, so I'm reading this from the Voice newspaper. It says Jamaica's Minister, Minister, Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, um, Orlando Terralong, made the demand while speaking on repertory justice at the United Nations headquarters in New York. Uh, Mr. Terralong called for the removal of monuments and place names linked to slavery and for Caribbean freedom fighters to be honoured. Um, he went on to say, it behooves us in the Caribbean to erect similar monuments, tear down those monuments of old and erect new ones, remove certain colonial names as well from our buildings and our streets and put new ones forward so that we are not telling the stories of the oppressors, but telling the stories of our freedom fighters. Um, I'm very excited to see what these kind of statues are going to look like, who they're going to choose. And the stories that will be learned and told, the correct stories that will be learned and told for the people that deserve it. Like, let's still tell these fucking cunts their stories of these colonizers, like fucking, what's that one in Bristol that they pulled down? Um, uh, Brunel, is Brunel? <gasps> Can't remember, don't give a fuck. But, those kind like let's remember them hoes but like how i remember them that like, not really just as some cunt but let's remember the names let's say the names let's know the faces of the freedom fighters you know what i mean 
Um, what else? Speak about that. Speak about that. Right. I want to speak on this prankster. This Mizzy. Is it Mizzy? Young black boy got famous for the for the stupid pranks where he ran up in some some people them house. I think it is Mizzy. Yeah, Mizzy. Now he's been doing since right. This is old news now in terms of like the things that he's done. But what is currently like going on is you know his back and forth with um, presenters that have maybe had them on his platform to discuss all the things that he's been doing and like you know recently with Zizi Meals she called him out and stuff and I just think. <sighs> He's accepted finally what he's done is wrong. And I'm very glad he got his mother to speak out or like she came out and said, you know, what? I also don't agree because it got to the point where people were just chatting, going, oh, what about his mother? Blah, blah, blah. Which also just goes to reiterate my point when I was discussed with Blue Ivy, that it doesn't matter about your surroundings or your, who your parents are. You can sometimes come out and be completely different. Like, it do, like it's not a given. Um, so, yeah, my thing is with this, with this Mizzy is... He is doing everything that older young people, I think, are doing, but at the extreme. I do think he got noticed because of his colour um, and the extremities of what he was doing. But I definitely think him being a black boy helped that skyrocket. Um, and it was never a good rocket to be on, Mizzy, to be honest, that like you shouldn't be running up in people's yards. But ultimately, this is what the young people are doing. If you type in, like, the hashtag of the pranks that he did, there are many other people doing them. And it doesn't make it right. It's, it's still very fucked up and wrong. Um, I don't agree with how people are talking to him. Like, there was one interview where some man just was like, get out, no, what are you doing? Because you're glaring at someone. And I really, I just saw him just looking at the girl that was asking him a question. Um... I do think he's getting treated a bit unfairly and people are really using this as a way to like let go of certain certain things and just let that aggression out on him because ultimately he has turned around and said, you know what, I'm sorry um, and I'm not that person anymore. And duh, 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 duh. Um, However, he is running with the narrative that he, um, the only reason why this is happening to him is because he's black. I don't agree with that. I feel like him being a black boy doing what everyone else is doing helped it get noticed and get the traction and i do think it's also the reason why they are speaking to him mad on some of these programs but ultimately what you did was fucked up what you did was fucked up what he did was wild and um the vim and the fire that's that you've literally conjured up is all deserved but i don't think yeah i definitely feel like there is there is some factor of his color um around like the fact that he's getting dashed out of places. Like, he's chatting shit and nonsense for the most part. I saw a few clips on that Piers Morgan show and I had to turn it off before I can. I don't want to play into this. Like, this is all too much for me. But, um, yeah, he needs to come with that same energy. Like, you can be apologetic, but that same energy you had... Like keep it going, and if you're if you're now apologetic about it, and you have seen that what you've done was fucked up and wrong, 
keep that same energy in the apologies as well. Don't be storming off. Don't be doing, oh, well, now this is just because I'm black. Because it's not just because you're black. Yeah, you are getting certain things because you're a black man. And if you're aware that you were a black man before you did this, maybe you would have been known, you would have known a bit better because you would have foreseen this. But you was acting mad. You was acting wayward. Um, yeah. This really makes me think, well, do I want my kids on social media? I, I do, because I'm not about to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to parent them when, when I see them. Oof, that's giving that his mum wasn't parenting him. Ah, I will have my kids on social media. But I'm going to just be more mindful of it. And if they start acting up, phones getting taken away, you know, them kind of things. That's all I've got to say on the matter. I think is a bit of a is 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 a shame. Well done, he's made a name for himself from a fucked up place. But let's see if he can turn it around. I think he was saying that, that he does want to start doing uh, stuff to help other people, like not do similar things that he did. Great, great. Let's 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 focus more on those kind of things. Um. Lastly. Uh, oh no so there was a pregnant trans man uh that went on to glamour uk a magazine that was the um front cover of it uh logan brown now it's an image of him with his belly um obviously was born um as a female and transitioned to male that's how he lives and he accidentally got pregnant with his partner and here they are, and here he is on the front cover of the magazine, and he's received a lot of hate saying that men can get pregnant and just some awful, awful things. I just don't, I really don't get why y'all are so mad. Trans people have been existing. They very much exist now. And as you can see, that person is a man. They identify as a man. They present as a man. They're also pregnant. So all this, you can't be a man and get pregnant. You can. It's literally on the front cover of magazine. What the fuck? Stop coming with your archaic, you know, archaic views and perpetuating such brutal, like, what is it? Brutal bigotry. Like, just because you don't fuck with something, like, all this hate, like, just stop, bruv. Like... For this one month, like Pride Month, just don't let your fucking smelly dick, like, come out of your own mouth. Like, it's just disgusting. Like, <sighs> it's a great thing to see. It does question many of the norms that we have. Even for me, I'm like, whoa, this is, I didn't see this growing up unless it was a sci-fi film. But you know what? This is what is out there in our world. This is the real world. And this is the world we live in so i'm not gonna just deny it when i can see it it's not hurting anyone it's people's lived experiences why disrespect that and flood it with hate when all hopefully they do is raise their child with love as two men i find it really quite straightforward as confusing as it is and like it's shifting what I knew to be normal. I'm coming at it with like a, okay, love is love. I ain't trying to fuck with no one. I'm not trying to hurt no one. As long as there ain't nobody doing that to me or to anyone else, I, I fuck with it and I'm going to respect you and I'm going to love on you. And that's, that's, that is what it is. But 
This is the reason why we have pride, and that is this is the reason why T is very much in the LGBTQ plus DL um, community because we're still not free. We're still not free. They're still not free, and they are included in it, and they are part of us. So we need to stand for our trans brothers and sisters and trans non-binds as well. So, prr. lastly. Do you know what, actually, that is actually what I'm going to do for, 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 for Mars Measures. Um, it's now time for Get the Belt. It is now time for Get the Belt. And my belt this week is so quick, so easy. It will take the whole of two minutes, if that. Philip Schofield, Holly Willabababa. Every motherfucker down at ITV that knew, and anyone in the industry that knew, anyone that was aware of this situation, um, all of you get the belt. Philip, you get it just for being wild and doing what you were doing. Like, I feel like you misused the whole coming out. Remember when he came out? I think I might have even said, oh, do you know what props to him? Even though I feel like maybe we all kind of knew because the only time I ever really knew that Philip Schofield had a wife was when he came out and said he, he liked dick, so... That's the that on that. Um, however, the, the the grooming that you're saying you didn't do no grooming. I'm sorry, but you met this boy when he was 15 years old and you were very much in your 30s. Um, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah, you're alleging and claiming you didn't do anything at that age. You also alleged to be straight for all of those years. You also alleged that when these rumours came out, you know, you claim to it will be false. So for me, everything you've got to say at this point, Phil, Mr. Philip, redundant, useless. I don't worry. Get out. No legs to stand on. Don't trust you. I feel like Holly knew. I feel like all the execs knew. I feel like everybody knew, but they just wanted to keep on to their coin. So they allowed that to happen. They allowed the grooming of a young boy, potentially the the sexual assault of a young boy. And shut up, Siri. And just because, yeah, it might not have been illegal at the time. I think because he was uh, 16 when the meetings were happening. I don't know. It's been claimed that it's not illegal, but which is highly inappropriate. It is highly inappropriate. And it's disgusting. And even if you're telling the truth, yeah, and you never did anything until he was 18, 19, wherever. The fact that you can meet someone at such a young age and then have a sexual thing to me gives it gives disgusting it gives it was in your head before i don't fucks with it like i said holly all of these people that knew and it's so bad that you did and you were all just laying low on it and just keeping your mouth shut so you could all go about as normal and get your checks the network wouldn't be in danger the show wouldn't be in danger none of you would be in danger i feel like that's exactly what happened i will believe nothing but that um and then I saw something come out about Holly saying, oh, how are you guys? For one, I don't watch that show. Unless it's trending for wild shit. I don't really watch it. Why are you asking me how I'm doing? This ain't got shit to do with me. This is all a you man's business. All a you man's business. Yeah. I feel like the way the, the way people are handling this, the I I think it's odd. I think it's odd. I think it's icky. It gives me icky wicky vibes. You all should really be fired, to be honest. Even, I'm sorry, you should all be fired. 
all of you. Apparently, there's investigations going on, internal and external. I don't trust none of these people, but yeah, sure. Let the investigation happen. Let's see what the findings are. But yeah, this whole situation gets the belt. Everyone that knew gets the belt. And I'm done. Like, I'm done. I don't really want to hear any more about it. It's all wild. It's all crazy. And you all you all look, like, ridiculous. You all look ridiculous right now. You all look absolutely tonto, estupido. Not for me. Anyway, that is, the, that is this week's episode done. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, if you've got any questions or you want to send something in, um, you want to tell me about your things that you love about Pride or whatever, like let, uh, tell me your favorite Pride stories or like whatever the fuck. Uh, send that to uh, contact at gettheveltpod.com or you can like DM the show, send a voice note, whatever. But yeah, you've been listening to the podcast that's known as Home of Melon and Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. My name is Miles Hart. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening. And you have been listening to Get the Belt. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.